there's a story about a phoenix today and since it's Sunday, you guys like the Sunday story? So keeping up with our tradition here every Sunday, uh, I, um, I recall a very interesting story once told to me about the Empress Dowager, Qi uh, Hei Tai Hao of the Qing Dynasty. So this is towards the end of um, the 1800s. And at that time, China was in a total discord because of the war and uh, many at the time European countries have already been invading China and making their entrance and and at that time there was you know history books will tell you that um, um, because of their superior technology and firepower and, and even the anti uh, uh, foreign militants were fighting back but you know they they, they um, basically their, their weapons they're overpowered right so the conflict actually escalated to the uh, capital city, uh, Beijing itself, and and Beijing itself was turned into like a, a a battleground, a war zone, and situation is becoming extremely dangerous. And so the advisors in the imperial Qing court at the time um, advised the Empress Cixi, Empress Empress Dowager, to better not remain uh, in the imperial palace. The Forbidden City is dangerous, so uh, you you gotta you know go go to the countryside just in case um, the enemies invade the, the palace. So the imperial guards and, and all the servants and everyone, you know, escorted the, the, um, the, the, the empress and the entourage all the way to the countryside. So of course, the, um, the, the empress, empress Dowager was um, really, at the time, you know, it's fearful and there are enemies everywhere and there's a lot of uncertainty and uh, they're actually running away and their enemies are approaching and they keep hearing news that certain parts of the city has fallen and burning down. And apparently, even the summer palace was burned down at that time. So, and she's thinking, oh, what happened to her palace? What happened to her people, her country, her city? And she's thinking, right, never in her um, almost six decades of running, being empress, had she ever felt so weak and and scared and vulnerable. And it seems that this, this war is... is that they left behind, you know, uh, and they are running away from is, is still coming at them and threatening, threatening her safety. So days passed, weeks passed, and um, they came upon a, a, an old village. And uh, at that time, you know, the, the entourage decided that, you know, it's, we, we should take a, a break and the empress is, is tired. So, um, so she, um, while it's still endless fight and, and, and fear, but, you know, empress is physically exhausted and, and emotionally tired and drained and of course extremely extremely famished and hungry so she sat down at the little village and there's a little um nice hut there it's like it's not a restaurant but you know they serve some food so she sat down and she ordered food and uh, she demanded that food to be brought at once because she's an empress so the little farmers you know quickly knew about this and uh, prepared the best meal that they could ever prepare. And of course, it's a tiny farm in a rural state that wasn't much to prepare. And they're very poor and they have, they have um, nothing beyond just the basic, basic necessities. So th these farmers are running around and really scared and, and all they could do is came out with porridge and um, they served it with snails. So... I guess that's what they eat in the farms, you know. So, but then again, but this is the best they have. It's 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 delicious to them, but you know, this I don't know, but this is the best for the empress. So they serve this bowl of porridge, um, 
um, to with snails, of course. It's sort of a preserved dish that they have to the Empress Dowager. And um, too much to her delight, actually, the meal was incredibly delicious. And she went for a second round and then she ordered a third round and immediately she declared that she has never tasted such delicious dish in all her life. And, and she's so curious. And, um, and she asked the, 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 um, the chef, actually it's not even a chef, it's just a farmer. What do you call this uh, amazing dish? And farmers take thought about it. Mm, this is such a common dish, but uh, there's no class if I just tell them that it's actually snails. So, and, and, and they were really distressed at that time and uh, they have to come up with something special. So she called um, your, your majesty. This is the uh, stew of phoenix tears with pearls. So stew of phoenix tears with pearls. Oh my God. And the empress was so happy with it. This, and she was thinking in all her life in a forbidden city where she has lived and ruled, and she has extremely elaborate meals, banquets, every single day. They're supposed to create 128 dishes every time she eats. And they're all extremely painstakingly prepared by all the top imperial chefs. And these are, these are not ordinary chefs. These are chefs that are best in China, the whole country. And of all that she has ever tasted, none really, really satisfied her appetite as this superb, remarkable uh, pearl, uh, the uh, Phoenix Tears Pearl Stew. So, um, you know, after the, the war subsided and um, the battle uh, died down, uh, Empress Dowager finally was able to return back to her palace and then safely went back into her opulent lifestyle once again. And, and she reflected on her travel and her ordeal and she recalled that pearl stew, that, of, uh, that, that Phoenix Tears pearl stew and she wanted to have again and to much to her extreme annoyance these imperial chefs none of them have ever heard of such thing and could even make the same stew again so that's the end of the story now reflecting on this story is what we need to think about which is very aligned with success today you see the empress dowager never really figure out the secret isn't it all her imperial chefs I mean, they're all the best in the entire country and in terms of skills and talents. But they could never give her the one crucial element that she needed. Think about it. What do you think that is? Tribe, think about it. Now, if you guessed hunger, then you are right. She was the only one that could create that hunger, which is that magical ingredient, all the... The secret sauce, actually, that, that made that food incredibly delicious. If you think about it, that's the same for all of us. Now, the idea is not about just the hunger for the food. Today is a day of success. People who can become successful or do become successful gotta have that hunger for success. And a lot of people desire to be successful, but they're not compelled. They don't have that hunger, that drive, that, you know, they pull them through all the difficulties and get up every time they fall. That is what's missing. You know, of all the 128 dishes that, uh, that, 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 that Empress Dowager can try every time and every meal, that's a, a metaphor for all the distractions and attractions and temptations that we have in our everyday life. 
you think about it, our lives are full of choices these days. Even when it comes to, you know, things on 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 online on YouTube or whatever, right? There's so many things that our senses become increasingly numb, and so our desire or appetites become jaded, and then we wonder, you know, how come we don't have that zest, that drive anymore? Well, really, what's missing is the hunger. And if you think about it, I think if you read many stories about you know, people who do become successful in life, this life story includes a hunger, a desire, an incredibly strong, compelling desire in a form of hunger to succeed. And uh, it's the same that, you know, in a very hot day and you are extremely thirsty and you are uh, jogging the entire day and it is burning hot, nothing beats a glass of cold water, isn't it? And it's, and this is just water and we, it felt this amazing and feel totally rejuvenated as a result. So the simplest things in life is actually what we need to succeed and it's all over, right? There's help everywhere. There are, you know, enough resources out there. People keep thinking, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But nobody thinks about learning what to do. They're always expecting, you know, something to be helping them. But help is out there. I mean, look at it now. It's been 25 days every, every morning. You guys have been learning Chiman. If you just use any of this Chiman that is now freely available to you and you make an effort to learn this, it becomes part of you. You could use this to become successful. So help is out there. Consider taking advantage of all the help, taking one step to master it. If there's a hunger to learn something, even water can become the ultimate drink. So um, I hope this, this story inspires you to think differently and see your drive for success differently today and make full use of the success day today. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this story, please leave me a comment on the comment section. And um, uh, if do remember to forward this story to uh, this message to all your friends today. And today is the 25th of, the, of 30 messages. And I hope that in some ways, um, in the last 25 days, I have managed to touch a bit of your life and help it become better. Thank you so much for listening.